I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call into the show tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Hope you had a fine weekend. Warmed up here, the Pacific Northwest, so things are good. So far, so good. It was an opportunity to get out and get some air, also to stretch your legs a little bit, get out of the house, all the cabin fever. (laughs) But also, I spent a lot of time doing research and... I actually sat down and watched some football, so and that was my productive weekend. I hope you had a good weekend uh, with what you were doing, but I had a lot on my mind, and that uh, I put together some of my thoughts for tonight's show, and uh, more often than not, especially in times that are uncertain, apocalyptic ideas have been issued in the expectation that human history might screech to a halt at any moment and dissolve into some kind of apocalyptic judgment and it seems that more and more you can watch the news and you say "Ooh, that hits a little too close to scripture that hits a little too close to dispensationalist thinking what i mean by that is what happened with iran uh and the attacks that happened there creating more of a mess in the middle east that of course we have israel hamas yemen and of course, Iran and the world war is upon us. And many are afraid to declare world war. Many are afraid to declare civil war in Texas. It's just that Protestant Christians, dispensationalist Christians are very susceptible because they, they eat, drink and sleep the Bible. So they're very susceptible in hearing about these things. Some of them are schemes especially with more conservative Protestants because their inclination to read and interpret the Bible literally can sometimes create problems. Uh, And I know this because of my background, and I've, along with several of you, have tended to focus on the New Testament, the book of Revelation, as well as the book of Daniel. Both texts are replete with imagery and allegory that would strike most causal readers as downright bizarre. I mean, think of all the things you hear about, the the dragons and the seven-horned creatures or the ten-horned creatures. Or, I mean, it, it's just casually you look at that and you think it's just outrageous. It's like something out of a comic book. But Christians throughout many, I mean, I see many Christians throughout history, uh, they've, they've expanded untold energies trying to fit writings into interpretive frameworks for understanding the end of the world or the end of time. So, whenever I talk about this stuff, this is always, and I will preface it by saying this is an interpretation. I'm not trying to get you to believe one thing or another thing. I'm just trying to tell you that this is something that I interpret, I've seen myself. And I want you to consider what I'm saying here. Because a lot of this literalistic interpretation of biblical prophecies, they they can create or admit different constructions. And we have evangelical Christians who agree on a lot of issues, uh, biblical inerrancy, Bible's infallible without many mistakes, or that there were texts that were left out perhaps, or 
Church leaders are going to argue bitterly over whether or not God's elect are going to go through a tribulation, which is seven years of rule or what. I mean, all these things are minutia to argue over. But there are arguments over whether or not, and I, and I saw this when I was coming in today, when I talked about, I posted what I was going to talk about tonight. You know, there's this argument over whether or not the United States is a whore of Babylon or that the Pope is the Antichrist. Uh, but of course, there's a wide variety of theories swirling around thanks to Nostradamus, and you combine his predictions with biblical revelations, and you get a wide variety of candidates for the Antichrist. And there were times, and I'll tell you this, well-spaced out times for a good reason, but we've had times, well-spaced out times, where I've spoken about my theories regarding a modern Antichrist that will arrive in our lifetime. And, in fact, my first interpretations and my first writings were paired with Tracy Twyman at one time when we did Antichrist 2012. And we were talking about the Pope. We were talking about uh, the stepping down of the Pope, which nobody would even consider. And then when Joseph Ratzinger did step down, when Pope Benedict stepped down, everybody was going, wow, how'd you guys know this? Well, it's not that you know anything. It's just that you look at, and, and, and I had the advantage of having Tracy who had looked at hidden coded parchments that date all the way back to 1891, a tiny village of Rennes Chateau in France. All this is linked to the Holy Grail, the Knights Templar, the Priory of Sion, and the Royal Merovingian Dynasty, which has been said to have within its ranks uh, individuals that can draw their lineage all the way back to Jesus Christ himself. Now, the Merovingian secret has generated theories that to me sound like blasphemy and i will say it's blasphemy but if it were true if there are leaders and i guess you could call them uh kings and queens and those who have divine right if if you were to believe like they believe you would see it as blasphemy as well it would invalidate the divinity of christ the divine bloodline conspiracies uh there was a movie called bloodline that uh I was involved with promoting and uh, actually Tracy Twyman was in that movie, but a lot of bloodline conspiracies, Holy Grail conspiracies are at the heart of Dan Brown's Da Vinci code where a secret society like the Priory of Sion claims to have guarded evidence of the marriage of Mary Magdalene and Jesus Christ and that their children and their descendants have been, well, the bloodline has continued through, through their descendants through the centuries. Now, this has been called the forbidden conspiracy theory. Why? Well, because it reveals the Catholic Church and the Church of England and family dynasties within those churches. They're all part of a conspiracy to produce what is called the divine king of the world, the the king of the world order, king of a new world order or, or a imperial cult or an imperial group that will reign during a new golden age. And I've considered that Christian blasphemy from the beginning, but it's something to explore to try and uncover the identity of what could be the modern Antichrist. 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back.
You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.